0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The only way to bag a classy lady is to... Give her two tickets to the gun show. It's
1: Monday Gun
0: Day with the Gun Guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you.
1: Guy Roper. Stop calling your arms guns. On the Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIBC.
0: My name is Nigel. And we are live. It's Tuesday, but we are doing Monday Gun Day with Guy Relford, who's filling in for Jason Hammer. Guy Relford, a Second Amendment attorney, licensed firearms instructor filling in. Guy, how are you?
1: I'm great, man. A little Tuesday edition of Monday Gun Day. Uh, and thanks, as always, to our sponsor, Fort Liberty Firearms in Avon, 8401 East Highway 36. Great place to buy firearms, ammunition, or accessories. Check out my buddies at the fort at fortlibertyfirearms.com. You
0: know, I could only imagine what you were thinking uh, Friday, when you heard oh. about um, the shooting that happened at Greenwood Park Mall, especially since you represent uh, the hero that stopped the mass shooter earlier this summer at the Greenwood Park Mall, there was another shooting Friday, uh, the 23rd, um, some sort of altercation outside of Dick's entrance. Uh, people fighting, shots fired at each other. But for a while, we didn't know what was going on. There was just reports of a lockdown at Greenwood Mall and shots fired. Commanders, what you were thinking.
1: Oh man! Well, you know, my first thought obviously was to pray that no one was hurt, yeah. um, because that that was awfully scary. And and even though we did have a hero uh, in e- Eli Dicken who stepped in in, in July uh, to stop any more loss of life, we did have it, three innocent people lose their lives, and don't ever want to lose track of that. So yeah, I I was mortified. I was I was very glad to hear just that. Just thinking okay,
0: again. No yeah, way. again. Yeah, oh my
1: God. I mean, mostly I was glad to hear no one was hit yeah. uh, or or injured or killed, uh, obviously. But it makes you wonder, you know, a little bit what what the hell's going on in Greenwood. But you know, this stuff happens anywhere. Uh, they, they, there's some speculation it might have been gang related, or at least it was a couple of groups of teenagers that had a beef. Some idiot pulls a gun and, and starts firing shots, uh, and next thing you know, uh, we're potentially making national news here because they're saying, aha, Greenwood Park Mall again." It just goes to show you that I think it can happen anywhere, and yeah. that's why so many of us have made the decision to be able to defend ourselves and our families uh, when we're out in
0: public. But it's like this is how people solve their differences. Yeah, now. yeah. And when I say people, I'm not like normal, average, everyday people. People that, that responsibly carry guns. That's not how. They, but this is how kids. And, and people that aren't brought up the right way, and the people that don't have a, a solid father figure in their house, or, or just, you know, whatever, get in with the wrong people. This is how they're solving their differences. They pull out a gun and start firing.
1: Yeah, you know, I have a lot of conversations about this with my friends who are police officers, Nigel, and they say exactly the same thing you just did, which is that, you know what, I mean, I, I grew up in an era, and, you know, you're quite a bit younger than me, but, but you grew up in an era where, you know, occasionally People got punched in the face, right? You yeah. said something, you did something, somebody didn't like. They're liable to to haul off and hit you, or make your life miserable in some way. That teaches you a lesson to say, "Wow, I man, I, I better not be a jerk anymore, right? I better I better not say things like that sure. to people anymore, because I can end up with a bloody nose." And and uh, unfortunately, I, I think that the, I hate to sound like an old person talking about the current generation, but there is an entire generation of people now that that don't think. Uh, there's any way to solve disputes, uh, solve arguments, uh, but to pull a gun and, and start shooting. And, and that's just not the way I was raised. And, 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 it's, and it's heartbreaking to see because it happens more and more. And I think to a large degree that cultural issue, which clearly it is one, it, by and large explains things like the, the record-breaking murders we have almost every year here in Indianapolis.
0: Not, and not even to mention the fact that it was one of the coldest, worst weather days yeah, right. in recent history here. In this city, in Indianapolis, if not uh, the midwestern portion of the the country, and even the East Coast. Um, so, you were you talked extensively to Hammer and I about the Greenwood Police Department and their press conference they had. I think it was yeah. like it was two was it a week and a half, two weeks ago. Uh, it was, uh, finally, no, it was just
1: last Wednesday. Was it last Wednesday? Yeah. Last
0: Wednesday. On uh, what happened in July with the mass shooting there, or the attempted mass shooting. Three people tragically lost their lives. Your client, Eli Dickon, a hero, mm-hmm. was carrying, stopped the mass shooter from killing more people. And Greenwood police gave a kind of a, a final press conference on that, right?
1: Yeah, Chief James Eisen down there, who's really done a fabulous job throughout this whole process in a very tough circumstance. And really, the whole GPD um, has done a fabulous job. Assistant Chief uh, Arnold down there has also done a fabulous job. They've been very communicative. They've been very professional, but they sort of put a bow on it last Wednesday to announce what they knew about a motive, uh, which what was, they knew which about. Which was not,
0: which, which, not a was lot. No I mean, yeah, yeah
1: they, were, they were trying to explain it. Perhaps the guy uh, was a racist because the three people he killed were all Hispanic. And I really, it turns out they were victims of opportunity. They happened to be the closest three people to him when he walked out of that restroom. Uh, they're uh, right off the food court in the Greenwood uh, Park Mall. Uh, they don't think he had a racist motivation. There were, there were some interesting things they did find. The guy had, as so many of these mass shooters do, he had an infatuation with other mass shootings mm-hmm. and other mass shooters. And, and I really knew a lot about them. And he was out a lot on social media, it, it kind of engaging in in in. F- debates with people over what happened in different mass shootings and 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 it was very very knowledgeable and he wasn't speaking positively which is interesting he wasn't speaking positively about other mass shooters and he, he wasn't praising them or 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 indicating that he somehow looked up to them in any way but he just knew a lot about them.
0: and he certainly had a, a disturbing a, 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 in terms of his childhood growing up yes. I'm not making some sort of excuse for now that he was uh, certainly where a uh, child public um, you know Services were aware of him and had been called very, you know, many times since he was, you know, ten years old. Absolutely,
1: he, he, and again, same thing you just said, Nige. I agree yeah. with a thousand percent. He, he, didn't. Uh, we're not looking uh, to make any excuses for we're this. trying guy. to give
0: context. Yeah, but yeah, and the press conference was
1: exactly. And his life had continued to spiral downward at a rapid rate his brother had taken the name off the lease of the apartment where he was staying the brother was no longer there uh the shooter himself whose name i will not use um uh, was being evicted uh, sometime before his girlfriend had broken up with him. So here's a guy who was having financial problems, uh, having family problems, as he's ha- he'd had really uh, for a long, long time, even for only being 20 years old. And I really think, and this is a little speculation on my part, I really think given his life circumstances, which were very much... Uh, spiraling in a downward way, uh, combined uh, with his fascination with mass shootings. It really looks to me like he had every intent of going to the mall that day, killing as absolutely many people as he possibly could. He still had well over 100 rounds of rifle ammunition on him. Wow. uh, Suicide by cop? Yeah, I think it was suicide by cop. I think he wanted to go kill several dozen people. Um, you know, as many as he possibly could. And then when, when cops showed up, he intended to die in a hail of bullets. Uh, that's where, you know, thank the good Lord, Eli Dicken was there, reacted in 15 seconds. Wow. And, uh, and stopped that threat and saved, uh, who knows? I mean, it has to be countless lives, certainly dozens and dozens of lives. And I, I got to tell you, Nigel, one of the things, I don't, I don't think I mentioned this to you guys, Afterward, but uh, you know, I was at that press conference. I kind of gave my own little impromptu press conference because there were a lot of reporters asking me questions about Eli and and those issues. But I there were there were multiple. Uh, either survivors themselves or one lady's a grandmother of two kids who were in the food court hmm. when that shooting broke out. And she, she here she went to the city center in Greenwood, attended this press conference and with the sole motivation of making sure that I knew how grateful, how appreciative she was, how oh much she thanked God for Eli being there that day and wanted to make sure that I knew that so I could convey that to Eli. I mean, I, that's how powerful this was, and it's so a big deal. That's the public
0: and, reaction that you've kind of— yeah received yeah uh, it's been or not that you've received but you've kind of perceived throughout this whole thing
1: yeah i mean people are just very very grateful it's interesting it's 99 percent positive there's still those out there (laughs) there i said this on twitter uh, not long after the shooting itself, it's still shocking. It shouldn't be shocking to me, but call me naive, it is shocking to me. There are still people out there who so despise your Second Amendment rights, whose sole motivation, whose sole agenda is to try to limit gun rights and, and make sure people like Eli Dicken are not able to carry a gun in a public place like a mall. They're so upset by their political, or they're so driven, I should say, by their political agenda that they were actually upset that Eli saved lives that day and and, and went out of their way to, to even lie on social media and say, well, he was breaking the law by having a gun there because it's a gun-free so zone. Ridiculous. No, it, he was not breaking the law, and, and the chief has confirmed that. And hell, I teach that stuff. He sure as hell wasn't breaking the law. But there are people out there literally upset that he saved
0: lives that day. <laughs> what um, You were texting me about, and um, we mentioned it before we came into the segment, this is uh, uh, Monday Gun Day, even though it's Tuesday, a Tuesday edition. <laughs> Um, you were telling me about a case. You're a Second Amendment attorney, mm-hmm. um, and you were telling me about a case that you won in a court of appeals.
1: Yeah, well, so a decision happened? just came down a little bit before Christmas. It's always nice to win a case in the in the court of appeals. You know, these things. If it's a reported decision, which this is, you know, it goes uh, out there. It's part of Indiana law. Be- you know, becomes uh, precedent for other lawyers to cite. So it's always fun to win a case in the court of appeals. But this is one where. It has to do with expungement. And expungement is a process where somebody with a criminal conviction on their record that may, for instance, uh, prevent them from having Second Amendment rights, right, like a felony conviction. Indiana in 2013 greatly liberalized its expungement statute, and made expungement available for a lot more people. And you have to have had a clean criminal history for at least eight years. In other words, you have to have, have turned your life around. You have had to have met all conditions of your conviction. Uh, but a lot of people, and not all convictions, by the way, um, can be expunged. Uh, a lot of violent crimes cannot be. But like, sex do you, crimes cannot but, but, but
0: be. But, like, like, I, I, you know, I have some friends that have some experience with yeah. DUI expungement. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Let's yeah, I've done a bunch way. of those. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you you know know, I mean
1: if if twenty years ago you got two DUIs within five years of each other, so the second one was a felony, you know, and I and I talk to these people every day as clients. And you and let's say you haven't had a drink since then. Sure. Um and, and you've turned your life around completely, why shouldn't you be able to go in, clean up your record, and get your rights restored? Because any felon Uh, No matter when the felony was, no matter what level of felony, violent, nonviolent, violent, violent, doesn't matter, any felon under federal law cannot possess a firearm. But an Indiana expungement fixes that. And so I I do a bunch of them, and I I like doing them. I've got some fun stories. I expunged one... Old drug conviction for a a gentleman who's been a Methodist pastor for the last thirty five years. Wow! And and, uh, you know, obviously lived a great life. Since then, he got in a little trouble all the way back in divinity school. Oh boy! (laughs) But uh, so what was this one? We
0: got a couple minutes, like a minute or two left here. What what was this one that you? Yeah, this case. What it
1: was is uh, the judge, the judges in Elkhart County, were all um, when they're granting expungements. We're all refusing to include the language in the expungement order that someone's Second Amendment rights had been restored. They just didn't like that. They refused what? to do it. They kind of make made up an excuse to do it. Um, oh, and, I heard, I think I read
0: about this.
1: That was you. That was me. Yeah. And uh, and the judges in Elkhart County just said yeah. no. We don't. We don't. We don't include that in our expungement <sighs> orders. And I said, well, you don't have the option. It's in the statute. <laughs> And, uh, and, and, and they said, well, we don't care. And I went through what's called a motion to correct errors. I gave them opportunities to fix it. They didn't do it. And and, and my client is a guy who, who doesn't have a lot of money. And I just said, I, I didn't care. I, I ended up just taking a very nominal uh, fee from him and basically doing it pro bono because the judges were wrong. in Elkhart. I say that with all respect. And I, and, and I can say that with confidence, though, because the Court of Appeals said they were wrong. And they, they listed the other civil rights that were being restored, like the right to vote, yeah. uh, the right to hold public office, but they struck out restoring Second Amendment
0: rights. So, what if he would have been caught with a gun, then that would have, that a would have m- been a problem?
1: At a um, minimum, it created it, it include ambiguity. That language. Yeah, at a minimum, okay. it, because under federal law, the feds are looking for an express expungement. They say your rights can be restored, but only if there's an express right. restoration of your rights. And this took that express restoration away. So I'll guarantee you this guy was going to have problems buying a gun. He was he potentially had problems getting his license to carry. Could potentially go to jail if he was you know found with a gun in his car or on his person, yep. even after he had his rights restored. So um, it was important. That's why I wanted to take it up pro bono for the most part. And, uh, yeah, the Court of Appeals came out and said, you can't just list these rights. And and strike the Second Amendment rights from being restored. That's not how the statute works. That was error, and uh, sent it back with an order to fix it. So I, I was glad. It was a big win for gun owners in Indiana.
0: Congratulations, Sky Ralph, and For Hammer. I'm Nigel. We've got tickets to a major concert coming up next.